Hi, welcome back to the Worthy to Wealthy podcast. Today, I am so excited because I'm here with Miss Aubrey Rose Freeman. And you guys, I'm blown away by this gal. She's 23 years old. She sells real estate in Boise, Idaho. And she also is an entrepreneur. So she has her own property management company here in the Treasure Valley. So I'm really excited to talk to her today because we worked together in a one-on-one breakthrough session. And Aubrey just has such a powerful story of overcoming. And I know she has so much just nuggets of wisdom that she can share with anyone out there that may be feeling stuck or in their own head or even just in their own way. Maybe you're out there and you seem confident, but at the end of the day, when you go home, there's something missing. And so Aubrey is going to share parts of her story because we know that when we can share our stories, we help other people. And so I'm just so grateful that she's here today and sharing with you guys in the podcast. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Is there anything else you want them to just kind of know about you? I saw something in your bio. I was like, wait, what was it? Soccer or something? Yes. So I grew up playing competitive soccer from the age of four all the way up to 18. And I loved it. So that was my, that was my sport. That was my passion. Um, I played competitively here local in Boise and I grew up in Nampa. So that is mostly where I lived and went to school. And then my dad is in the military. So I did live in Alabama, Kentucky, California, Utah, kind of all over the place. That's awesome. I didn't know that. When I saw that, I was like, wow, girl, soccer. (laughs) So can you kind of tell people a little bit about kind of maybe what brought you to having the breakthrough session with me? Like, what was going on before? What made you really think, gosh, I could really use a breakthrough session and kind of tell them the before? Well, right now I feel like our country could use a breakthrough session. But <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Definitely with the weight of the pandemic. And I say that in quotes because I, you know, just feel my own way about it. With everything going on and in my life personally, I was just really in a rut and I was just completely stagnant. I was honestly just going the easiest route I could in day-to-day life. I wasn't challenging myself as much. And I was just really at a point where, you know, I'm like, I know what I need to be doing. I know what I could be doing. I'm inspiring others to be their best self. Why am I not my best self? Why am I not seeking these opportunities and executing all of my ideas? You know, you can have an idea, but at the end of the day, it's nothing unless you execute it. So you said you felt kind of stagnant, like you were in a rut. What did that look like? And the reason why I want to ask you that is because I know there's people out there that are in this exact situation. And Mm -hmm. I just want them to be like, I want you to just like call them out. They want to be like, that's me too. You know, so how do you know you're in a rut? Like what was specifically showing up? Physically, I would say on appearance, you wouldn't look at me and go, oh, this girl's having a hard time in life. I'm good at faking it till you make it. And, you know, I can show up, I can put my makeup on, I can dress cute, but emotionally and mentally I was stagnant as in I was not chasing, I wasn't chasing my passion and I was choosing not to chase my passion because ultimately I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in myself and I didn't know why I didn't believe in myself. That was really hard at the end of the day and to also have this constant feeling of like, who is Aubrey Rose Freeman? Who is, you know, 
I'm 23. I've done this, that, and the other. Awesome. But who am I? Like, who do I want to inspire? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to encourage other people to be like and be a mentor and an inspirer? I love that. Who am I? Who is Happy Rose Freeman? That's so true. I feel like everyone can relate to that. Having that feeling, you just look in the mirror and you're like, wait, what am I doing? What is this all really for? And then just going through the motions and think you're supposed to be doing and then also not doing it to its fullest capacity, knowing you have more potential, feeling like you're stuck, feeling like there's something off. I feel like everyone has felt that i know everyone has felt that this is part of the human experience the human condition is to feel this discomfort so that it causes us to seek and so then kind of guide us through like what happened like how do we even get connected like i don't even know it's so amazing (laughs) so i actually found you on instagram of course because uh laurel hamblin i love her and she shares she shares her stuff all the time I started following you, but then I started hearing your name, you know, from people within Keller Williams. And, you know, I figured out who you're all about. And then I actually did the guided agent action plan. So that was my first one-on-one intro to you. And then I joined a new team and I had all of us do the guided agent action plan together. And then I joined your Dauntless group, which I absolutely love. And that is where we got introduced to MER and you know, um, hearing Rochelle's story. Oh yeah. That was when you were like, yes, I need one of these, right? Yes. Like, give me one. I'll sign me up. I'll take one. I'll take one. Yes. Because we all want the magic pill and Mm -hmm. really, I can honestly say like, this is the magic pill. This has been the magic pill for me. And I noticed it the day after our breakthrough session, but it wasn't even just the day after it was three days after it was a week after it's this week. And you know, the way my boyfriend now sees me and how I'm interacting with everyone. And I feel better. I feel lighter. I feel loved and I feel worthy. And I didn't feel that before. Oh my gosh. So cool. People are going to be like, what the heck happened in the session? Okay. (laughs) So I want to give them a little bit of a context. So Aubrey's talking about specifically what we call a breakthrough session. So we use tons of techniques in this breakthrough session, some of which are based on NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. We also use techniques to get into your unconscious mind, figure out kind of really the root of your programming, how your values are set up, your identities, and really where the rubber's hitting the road. Like what is in conflict? Because our conscious mind has all these desires and goals, but then our unconscious mind has all these crappy programs. Like for instance, some people will come to me and they'll want to be very successful financially, but then at the end of the day, they have all this baggage that tells them that they're not enough, they're not good enough, they're unworthy, you know, that they are bad or unwanted or unloved. And you'd think, wow, that's really intense or that's really extreme. Well, the reason why someone might think that is because it's in the unconscious mind. It's not like we're thinking about that on a conscious level 24-7. Maybe sometimes it bubbles up to the top. So with Aubrey and I, we worked together and we did a four and a half hour breakthrough mindset session. I took her through the four stages of a lasting transformation. The four stages are getting rid of all your limiting beliefs baggage, all of your negative emotions on past events, 
that's just step one. <laughs> and then step two is creating a new future, something to move towards, something really exciting that you could be excited about, a goal or a vision for your future. And then step three is enforcing the boundaries. And then step four is, of course, taking action. So there's a lot that goes into these steps. So if you could just kind of describe in your own words maybe what the process was like for you. Because I know some people are like really freaked out. They're like, gosh, I don't know if I want to get into all my baggage. And is it really worth it? You know, because so many people have gone to therapy and things like that and felt maybe discouraged. So kind of will you walk them through a little bit on the process? First, I would just say I would, anyone that has done therapy or counseling, I've been there and, you know, I've seen a therapist on and off for a year in this four and a half hour session, this breakthrough session in specific. I mean, we got through more baggage and more that I was just hauling with me than I did in a whole year with psychiatrist, therapist, counselor. Wow. So you summed it up really great. But for me personally, it was a matter of digging deep and you know, getting under the surface and, you know, pulling out all of my past baggage and like really my past demons that I didn't want to come to surface. And I didn't want anyone to know about, and I didn't want to even think about it. And every day I was pushing it down and pushing it down and adding weight to just keep it hidden. This was a session where I was finally able to take everything off and let it all out, see it for what it was, tackle it face on and be able to look at myself at the end of the day and just go, oh my gosh, like this is it. This is where you're supposed to be. And imagine every negative thought and emotion you've ever had about yourself and being able to face that and not only face that, but then turn it and say, and believe that's the key is believing that you are no longer that, that you are no longer not worthy. You are no longer not loved. You are no longer not beautiful or not seen or not heard you are heard you are beautiful you are worthy you are inspiring preach Aubrey (laughs) and I just say because oh my gosh especially as a young female who I want to do so much and I had to face my demons I absolutely I had to everything that we tackled because I think it's really important Natalie that we do reach out to in specific that have dealt with domestic violence, those that have been raped, those that have been demeaned throughout their life by a family member, those that have been bullied, those that have just been at the lowest point in their life where they felt like it was over. That's who we're talking to. And if you, if that's you, just, gosh, I encourage you to come forward because it is not a weakness at all. And it is going to give you the greatest strength of your entire life. And that's truly how I felt and do feel today. Mm, Yay. That's so good. Gosh, Aubrey, you are so powerful and you're such a leader. And the fact that you had already started this business, someone might, might've looked at you and been like, well, I mean, look at her. She already had started this business before this, you know, breakthrough session. She's already successful moving towards you know, um, selling more in real real estate and things like that. And they might think to themselves, well, she's obviously way, you know, better off than me. And she probably didn't have that much baggage at all. So, you know, that's why she's doing so well right now. And I just, I'm like, speak to them, tell them the truth. Because we can look at anyone and write the perfect scenario of what their life is. And 
you don't know that person. You haven't walked in that person's footsteps. You don't know what path they've been on. And where I'm at today is because of everywhere else I've been before today. And I was sexually abused at a very young age. I was raped by my boyfriend, my first boyfriend, who then abused me in front of his children, who then abused me on a regular basis and got mixed up in meth. This was my life at one point. At 18, 19 years old, I moved out in high school. I grew up so quickly and so fast, and I was so headstrong and so independent, and I was going to just prove everyone wrong, and it was all a lie. It was all bullshit because I was choosing to be a victim every day, and then I got the strength to leave that relationship. I got the strength to speak up and go to the police when I needed to and really come forward about my situation and my truth and not hide it any longer. However, I didn't go through the steps after that to get proper healing. And so what does that weight do over the course of three, four years? It weighs on you. It's in the back of your brain. You're, you know, I decided to start over and I was going to make new friends. I was going to get a new, I got into property management. This is my new fresh start. Everything behind me is behind me. That's just it. And it was always in the back of my mind and it taunted me. It taunted me in my daily actions, my daily emotions, the way I felt about myself. And you don't realize that until you're able to completely see it eye to eye. And that is what this session did for me because I wasn't even aware what I was saying to myself or doing to myself or, you know, what actions I was choosing or not choosing, you know, but I wasn't on the path of happiness for myself, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, gosh, Aubrey, you're so brave and I'm so glad you shared, you know, and I mean, I have similar experiences as Aubrey also. Um, I was molested as a kid and also, you know, raped when I was 18. So having that baggage, it does weigh on you and it does really bring you down. And at the end of the day, it's not on a conscious level because we're so, our conscious mind is so good at just pushing things out and pushing them out. And we're in the session together. What we do is we talk through, and I don't even know if you remember this part of it because it's so deep and it's so long and there's so much to it. We also go through the 21 prime directives of the unconscious mind and really speak to, okay, what does the unconscious mind do? Well, it stores all of our memories. It also stores all the emotions on those memories as well as it will repress negative memories with unresolved emotions. And so what happens is many times, and I didn't even remember on a conscious level about you know how I was molested as a kid until really, for me, hitting rock bottom was kind of the thing. You know, in 2018, I contemplated very seriously taking my life. And from that moment, I was like, I need help. And that's what led me to figure out and find these tools for this session and kind of put them all together in a package and had amazing training and to be able to do this. And so talk to them about after going through these, you know, 21 prime directives of the unconscious mind and these four prime pillars of lasting transformation and really working through your unconscious baggage and programs. What did it look like? I have never been able to dream and remember my dreams. I'm sure I've, you know, had dreams, but I mean, I just go to sleep and it's black and I wake up and 
I'm awake. <laughs> I just, like, that's just it. And so one of the things I told Natalie, as far as, you know, if, if this really worked, like if I'm really healed, you know, I feel like I'm going to be able to dream and not just dream, but dream vividly and on a regular basis. We do this on Thursday. So Thursday night, I'm like, I'm going to have a dream because Natalie told me I'm going to have a dream. And we like went through everything and I wake up Friday morning and I didn't have a dream. I was like, it's, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Saturday comes around. I didn't have a dream. And then Sunday, I was just like, you know, I'm thinking too hard about it. It's just like <laughs> when, when just like Oprah says, like you manifest it, you think about it, and then you don't, you don't overthink about it. You just let the world take its place and everything's going to guide you to it. And so I just let it go and went to bed as usual. And I had a freaking dream. I had a vivid dream and I was so excited. I was so excited that I actually woke up at 7.30, which is late for me, and then decided to go back to sleep because I was like, I had a dream. I want to have another one. <laughs> so I went <laughs> for another, I was up for like another 45 minutes and then I got up for my day because that itself for me was definitely a huge, huge sign because for me, I always felt like maybe I don't let myself dream because I'm scared to dream or, you know, I'm scared that what has been in my past, that's what I always thought, what has been in my past was going to come back in my dream. And so my body just like shuts off and I go to bed and that's it. That is one of the prime directives of the unconscious mind. And when we're in the dream world, that is our unconscious mind. And one of its directives is to repress uh, repress events with unresolved negative emotion. And so maybe, mm -hmm. you know, that's what it was doing there. So that's so awesome. And so was the dream good? Did you have a good dream? The dream was very, so. Or was it the weird? Dream was very, no, yes, so it was weird. It was like a good weird. It was like, it's just a dream that I couldn't really make sense of. It just was a lot of different scenar scenarios, I felt like. And it was just a weird, it was a weird dream, kind of. So let's go to like the very next day of after our breakthrough session. The very next day, I woke up at 5 a.m. before my alarm and I got up, made coffee, started, literally did all the dishes from the night before, cleaned my house, planned out my schedule for that day. I was just doing it. And then it was probably about 8.30 in the morning when I looked back at everything I had just done and going, whoa, I just did all of that. Oh my gosh, this is what I've been wanting. This is who I am. This is who I'm a go-getter. I get up and I do. I don't get up and slack around because before it was just Oh, I'll sleep in for 45 minutes and I'll snooze the alarm and then I'll wake up and make coffee and like watch the news or watch a show and just be in this slump state, not alive, not energized. So for me, that was super exciting just to have that spurt of energy. And then in the coming days, I was just literally planning out my business goals for 2020, regardless of Corona or the pandemic or whatever. I let go of my 2020 goals when March and April hit. I did. I was like, well, the world's ending. This is it. I was one of those people for, mm -hmm. I really was for yeah. like oh, two weeks. I was one of those people where I did, I was just living in fear and just giving up. It was pathetic. Mm -hmm. And I say pathetic because that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And I went back, I revisited, it's May, I've revisited all my goals for 2020 down to the dollar amount of what I plan to make this year in my real estate business, in my property management business, and then overall, you know, my savings and what that looks like for my family. And, you know, not just focusing on this year, but focusing on 2021 and having that adjusted mentality and having that 
just like spurt of, oh my gosh, I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future has to offer and I can have anything that I want. And, you know, it, your options and your money and everything that you can bring into your life is limitless. Anything you imagine can come true. And I truly believe that. And that's what's happened and evolved over the last week. So cool. (laughs) That's so cool. And you're, it's just the beginning. And don't you feel like it's continuing to kind of unfold more and more, like you're stepping into who you always were more and more as we did the technique and um, release those negative emotions. I want people that are listening, I want them to know that this is what we're talking about is an unconscious mind process. It's not regular therapy. It's a guided, almost like a visualization. So much goes into it, like 21 pillars of the unconscious mind, the four necessary steps of a transformation. So it is deep. It is very involved. So I don't want anyone to be like, wait, what? So you just, if you're interested in a session, you need to just DM me and we can set something up because at the end of the day, and I tell this to Aubrey, I'm like, anyone who does a session with me, I have a secret word for them, but now it's not going to be so secret because I'm just going to say it on the podcast. But I like, I call everyone who does a session with in the breakthrough a seeker. You know, I feel like there are certain, don't you feel like that, Aubrey, that there's certain people out there that they're just not going to stop until they find, what are they finding? They're really looking for integration with their real self. They're looking for deeper levels of peace and healing and forgiveness, power, love, strength. They want the real deal, not the put on fake bullshit, not the affirmations that you tell yourself where you say, yeah, right, yeah, right, in the back of your mind. They want the real freaking deal. Oh, and that was me and that's you and that's anyone that, you know, that has ever done a breakthrough session with me. I feel like they have the same insatiable drive to really find their true healing and integration. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I, you truly come into like full alignment with who, like who you are and there's no stopping where you can go, but it takes going back and facing your baggage and facing the hurt and the pain. And we as humans, we want to take, you know, the path of least resistance always, always. But when you do this, you know, it is hard and it is challenging because you, I remember walking into the session and I was just, man, I really, you know, I'm scared to open up about being raped. I'm scared to open up about you know, the time that I wanted to commit suicide, I'm scared to open up about being in a hospital that I didn't want to be in. I'm scared to open up about ex-boyfriend and everything that happened throughout that relationship. And, you know, as my childhood, X, Y, and Z, I mean, the list went on. I was scared to open up about that to Natalie because, oh my gosh, she's going to think I'm crazy. And no, 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 no. It doesn't, nobody, nobody cares about no, you can't care about what that other person is thinking or doing. And I want to say this because I feel like it's so easy that we get in our heads and we're, it's our own ego stopping us. You have got to push that aside and have the strength and the courage to be your best self. And that is what this breakthrough session truly does. If you dive in and you truly let go and you face everything headstrong and just be open and be transparent and let it all out because once it's all out 
it doesn't come back in. It's gone. <laughs> so gone. So gone. How did you see your past before the session and how do you see it now? I'm really curious. Before I just kind of always, this is going to sound really weird, but I, I feel like I like tied it with karma. Like, oh, this happened because this happened or, you know, I needed to go through this because of X, Y, Z, or I felt like everything happened to me because I was just you know, like meant to go through it. And that, that was it. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more than that. It's okay. So I went through it. What am I going now? What can I connect with people about because of what I went through? And when I look at my past now, it's, I'm really, honestly, what it comes down to is I'm proud of myself before I was ashamed. That's what I felt. I felt ashamed for my past and really just embarrassed. And that's why I kept it quiet and I didn't want to face it. And now I'm, you know, I'm grateful. I'm proud that I, you know, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I went through that. And then even more, I'm proud of myself for constantly seeking help and guidance and tools and resources that were going to get me out of it. So true. So true. And I just freaking bow down to you for that because you are freaking amazing. And, you know, on a, on a weird, not weird, but on a personal level, I guess for me, you know, the interesting thing is, is that your session, and I, I didn't tell you this in the session because it's just all about you, but afterwards, of course, I have my own processing to do about the whole breakthrough and seeing you during before during and after the breakthrough session and you know I thought it's this is actually really emotional for me but I thought god Aubrey's like like my mom because my mom had I mean a very similar background to you and I just I know that my mom walked with so much heaviness so much of her life and and if she wouldn't have found tools and healing, and I wouldn't be here. You know, I, I would not exist because there's so many times where my mom said that in her 20s and stuff, you know, I shouldn't have made it out alive or I shouldn't have, you know, she would say that she sees, you know, women in jail and she's like, I could, I could be one of those people. Like I, that could have been me or homeless or on drugs or, you know, living in a, out of a car or whatever because when you look at the, the things that that she went through and the level and it's easy to become a statistic and yet there are tools and yet there is healing and yet there is empowerment and yet there are people out there that do I mean it's not just me who does these type of breakthrough sessions there's other people and my deepest hope for humanity is that everyone would realize that what we think is most personal, Aubrey, the things that you shared about your past and having been a survivor of domestic violence and rape and being molested as a child and things like that, what we think is most personal, like, oh gosh, that, that makes me different or that makes me whatever, like I'm not like everybody else, it's actually the most universal. There's more people out there that have been molested than not in my estimation. There's more people out there that have experienced bullying, traumas than not. What happens is that when we look at the world today and we see 
addiction to social media, addiction to pornography, addiction to drugs, alcohol, eating, sex, all these things, those are just symptoms of the major problem. The major problem is the hurt, the anger, the sadness, the fear, the guilt that has never been dealt with and just swept under the rug, swept under the rug and swept under the rug. And at the end of the day, to me, there needs to be a moment where the rubber has to hit the road and it's like, no, like, where can I find help? What can I do? And also, Aubrey, like, I want people to know, too, that because you and I both been to therapy and some therapy worked and helped a little bit and some didn't at all. And it's like, if you if, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, like, don't give up. Like, if you if you've been going to therapy and it's not working, fire your therapist and get another find another thing or do a breakthrough session with me or whatever. Like, don't think that, oh, it didn't work once. Right, Aubrey? Oh, absolutely. I've seen six different counselors and therapists over, you know, the course of being from 14 to the age I am now. And I've tried multiple techniques and I won't say that none of it worked, but a good majority of it wasn't for me, right? It wasn't for my healing process. It wasn't what I needed. And this breakthrough, this is what I needed. This is what my soul needed this and that's where I was guided I was guided to you because you had the tool and the resource to ultimately heal me and get me through this dark cloud Mm -hmm. because there's no dark cloud it's all sunshine and rainbows (laughs) um and and I say that in, in not a fake way I say that in I'm talking about just like my inner emotion on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. of where I was at and where, you know, I was grounded. That was dark. It wasn't light. It wasn't airy. It wasn't, I was really, really freaking hard on myself. Yeah. What does your boyfriend say? How, what does he, does he notice anything? He notices, you know, he's always said that, you know, I'm super positive, but he notices that I believe in it and I'm doing, I mean, I went and hired a coach for scripts and calls. I went and hired a coach as a personal trainer. This is all within the same week of my breakthrough session. I wrote Girl's getting my, it done. <laughs> I wrote my You reviewed plan. all your goals. <gasps> yes, I reviewed all my goals. I wrote down my business plan. And, you know, this was stuff that I always knew I wanted to do and could do. And, you know, at times I did do this stuff. The difference between now and then is... I am guided and I truly believe that I can get there. I don't have this little voice in the back of my head saying, but this, but that, but you're not good enough or you're not. No, it doesn't. It's not true. Doesn't it totally, it totally gets rid of that voice, which it's like, how much would you pay for that voice to be gone? Like, seriously, it's insane. One of the things that I love to say is that your conscious mind is the goal setter and your unconscious mind is the goal getter. So your unconscious mind actually brings you your beliefs. So like your entire world out in front of you is a manifestation of your beliefs. And so no matter how hard you try to run from that or effort your way out of that, your beliefs will always prevail. And so it's the negative emotions on past events that form those beliefs. And so therefore, by going through these four stages of transformation and the 21 prime directives of the unconscious, that we're actually able to put those things into alignment. So I had another question. What do you see for your future now? What's next for you? And like, guys, the limit? 
sky is a limit. You know, I do have goals. I will, I will have five investment properties by the time I'm 30, I'll be managing at least 300 property properties in our area in Boise locally. And as far as real estate, I really want to push for 36 units a year. That, when it comes down to like a, a numbers game, that puts me at making 250,000 by the time I'm 25. If I stick on track and, you know, not just writing down my goals, putting the plan together and executing. Exactly. And you've hired the coaches to, to make that happen on an ongoing basis, which is, you know, where it all comes down to because action is part of the transformation. So, so cool. It's so exciting. On a personal note, I really, really struggle with the relationship between my mother and I. I mean, it has been just a lifetime of pain and hurt and you know, as her daughter, as her child, that has been one of the biggest, if not the biggest weight in my entire life. Not feeling that love and feeling that worth and feeling that trust between, you know, a mother and a daughter, which is what I always wanted. And through this breakthrough, we really tackled that relationship. I came face to face with everything that I had thought and had learned to believe about myself one through 23 up until I had the breakthrough. And now that has completely transformed into what I was thinking and what I was believing. That wasn't me and nor was it true. You know, my mother had put into my head. That's what I had learned from her. That is what I took away from the hurt and traumas that I saw as a child. And over the last few years, our relationship has been so rocky and so on and off and still full of pain and trauma. And we had our breakthrough session Thursday before Mother's Day. And I, you know, I, pers- I haven't seen my mother in person since August of last year. And I reached out to her via text because that's what I was comfortable with and just said, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you and hope you have a beautiful day. And after I sent that, I meant that I love her. I meant that I want her to have a beautiful day. I meant Happy Mother's Day. But what I didn't do that I used to do is then cry myself to sleep because I just wanted that mother's love or feel depressed for the rest of the day because I saw all the Mother's Day posts of daughters and their moms and everything that I was envious of, everything that I wanted, truly wanted as a child, wanted that selfless, undying mother's love. And after I sent the text, I was okay. The rest of my day went on. I was happy. I didn't think about it. I didn't, you know, I was proud of myself. I handled it the best way I could. And I didn't, you know, I I wanted to be the bigger person and say something than to just not say something because in the past that's what I did is just not reach out on a holiday or not be thoughtful but then I would be thinking about it all day and be only hurting and self-sabotaging myself that was a huge takeaway for me because just the way I carried on Mother's Day I didn't feel that weight you know if I were to look at last Mother's Day versus you know this year I didn't feel that weight 
That's so powerful, Aubrey. There's so many people out there that struggle with the mom, mom or dad relationship. And those relationships can be so detrimental and so challenging and then just continuing, you know, the baggage. And it's just so beautiful that you were able to just let all of that go through this transformation and, and just be at peace. I mean, really, isn't that what we're all looking for is just peace to be able to move towards our goals without resistance, feel good Mm -hmm. and be at peace at the end of the day. Like that's what we all want. And so I'm so excited for you and I cannot wait to just see how your journey continues to unfold. I think you are just a magical, beautiful, radiant human and the things that you've been through are, you know, it's just your strength, your courage, your passion, your resilience. It's remarkable. It's truly, truly uh, astounding. And I'm so proud to know you. I'm proud to call you a friend. And I really, really am so grateful that you shared your story on the podcast because I know that there's going to be people um, that are going to be impacted by if even if they never do a breakthrough session just by hearing your story and knowing that hope is out there and that when they're ready that we'll be here to give them that session thank you everyone for listening and thank you natalie for giving me this opportunity 